Welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Oh my God, I can't contain myself. This is probably the greatest day of my life. It's episode 54 of Boys Gone Wild. How are they still going? How have they not been cancelled by the powers that be? How have these shock jocks, these speakers of truth, how are they still on the air? Surely they're behind it all. Maybe they're not putting two fingers up to the powerful. Maybe they are the powerful. Maybe they're the puppet masters. Maybe they're the ones who have caused this mess. Potentially, I don't know. I'll have to ask them later. But this is Boys Gone Wild. This is live. Well, it's not live for you. It's live for us. Uh, And it's probably the best podcast in town. If the town is my bedroom. We're not a very good podcast. We're very insecure about how we're doing. Uh, We've had a real hit of self-confidence. Uh, I read one comment of hate and now I'm starting to to consider whether I should even be doing this if you're not going to take it seriously. If you don't like it, then I'll stop. Just kidding. Another uh, razzmatazz by your boy Goldini. I have a lot of confidence. I'm pretty sure we're the best new podcast in the country. No irony there. Name me a better podcast. You can't. You can't. This is probably the hottest podcast right now. Um, certainly at the moment, we are probably the best podcast in the world. You're right, Drew. Yeah, you've caught me in quite a compromising time, actually. How come? I'm not wearing any pants. You're not. You're doing that again. Yeah. Well, I um I did a big wash for the first time in a while recently. A long while. A big long while. Because you're 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 filthier than me, but you. I shower you, more. You, you shower less. No, I sh- I'm a daily shower. Bro. I daily shower as well. Okay, well, we shower the same well, amount of time. Amount okay, of cool. There, yeah. but, but I, I had, <laughs> well, one of one of my news resolutions in the past was to be more hygienic because I think it got, you know, I was kind of leaning into the 16 year old boy when I was 20 years old. Sure. Um, but I think I kind of took that news resolution in my stride and it kind of went well. But that means I can leave it, you know, a bit to last minute. Yeah, but you don't have body odor and you're lucky. No, I'm. I'm so that's the difference. I've got a natural musk, which is has been described as musky rather than um, kind of repulsive like yours is. Yeah, so I, I have to be hygienic just because I just have body odour. Yeah. Just so I, I, it's a lot of it comes from a bitterness that... But it's still it's still a character trait that you're so slapdash with your hygiene. Well, a bit. And that's meant that... Well, it's just... I didn't really think because... I'm a commando man on a regular basis. Disgusting, but go on. Why is that disgusting? It's repulsive in jeans. No, I've, in jeans. Why? That's horrible. You, does anyone see the outs, inside no, of my jeans? they don't see the inside of your jeans. But do the they idea smell the inside of, of my your jeans? fucking musky balls. They're, yeah, uh, but good musk. In jeans. Good musky balls. No, there isn't, there's good musk, but that's still in the category of musk, and that's not ideal when you've got your balls rattling around in those like tight. Denim We've been jeans. up here for half an hour, and you had no idea I was going commando. It's not. Yeah, but now I do. It's yeah. not about now what I know. Problem? I could be have a tattoo of a swastika under my t-shirt. You wouldn't know. It still would make it disgusting. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you've got me there. <laughs> <laughs> but that the, ta- the swastika tattoo was disgusting because of what it symbolizes. So do you have... This is what it symbolizes. It's what it symbolizes. Yeah, it's what what it symbolizes. symbolizes a free, independent no, man. it's gross having your stanky balls in tight jeans. Because you also, because of your... They're your, not tight jeans. You're trendy, so you don't like uh, boot-cut jeans or fat jeans, which is admittedly... Well, no, I've got some impossible. fat jeans. You know that many fat jeans. Yeah. You where you still are in a sort of 2007 Russell Brand indie mindset where you want your jeans hugging your body, which you know They're would be tight. fine if tight. you had a protective layer protecting your balls. You've got two stanky ass balls um, rubbing against denim, and frankly, me, the listeners, and most importantly, the patrons think it's repulsive. 
Well, the thing that happened was I I did my big wash and when I did it, I'd kind of got to my last boxer. So I was like, okay, now is the time to do the big wash. Sure. And having with the new in 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 station with the new Go installation sure. of national lockdown, yeah. I thought, you know, this is a great time to do it because I'm not going to be going anywhere. So who needs pants if you're staying around the house? And then I forgot we had the podcast. Yeah. And so I, I'm really So you've got, you got no tricks. pants. They're all wet. No, they're all wet. They're all currently drying on our era. And I didn't realize an era was called an era because it airs things out until I, we got our own era. <laughs> <laughs> But then, because it also could be called a clothes a, pot, a clothes horse. I don't think it's an. I don't like it being called an era because it implies it has more dynam- dynamism than it does. Why does it imply it's got more dynamism? An era just sounds like there's a kind of convention. Well, it gets clothes. air into the clothes that you need yeah, to dry. Yeah, no, obviously that's why it's called an era, but it doesn't yeah. sit right for me. That's so you why prefer, I prefer clothes, a clothes rack? Yeah, clothes rack. Yeah. But that's not a clothes rack. A clothes rack is something you get in the shop. A clothes horse, then, which I guess makes even less sense. Yeah, it's clothes. Is it a clothes horse? Clothes horse. Well, you, you said clothes yeah, horse. Yeah, I did. And there's something, there's a, I think it is clothes horse. No, I think a clothes horse is the, the long no, ones it. that look like a horse. They don't look like, no, it's that as well. No, that's a clothes rack. That's a drying rack. That's a drying rack. I'm fine with drying rack. Dry, I can go with drying An rack. An era, no. An era sounds like a gizmo, a gadget. An 80s Japanese gizmo. No, it's, it sounds quite put, light. You put, you put your, your hair, your, your clothes in. Your hair in? You put, no, that was a slip. Your hair? Right, that's not what I meant. Yeah, well, no, no, well, well clearly well, I wasn't talking clearer. about my hair. Well, 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 how are you going to convince clearer. anyone of what you want to be? Because I'm very convincing. Well, not when you do slip up like this. Yeah. Right, let's, but anyway, I am a fan of Commando and I want all you guys, because I know more people are than people let on. There Maybe. are more people so out I'm there. Not, I'm not at all in them. I, I don't know. Comment below, DM me for some private underneath the jeans pics. <laughs> and then we can all share our Commando together. Though, Patreons start, only. Let's yeah. start getting. If you yeah. ain't paying money, you ain't getting these balls. Yeah, exactly. These stanky ass jean balls. But yeah, disgusting. so it's, it's, there's, I've been comfortable with going around the house in my trackies and getting, going about That's my. That's still alright, but you still got your stanky balls in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet I've had my stanky balls in there for the last four days, right? Yeah, and repulsive. you haven't bloody noticed. <laughs> it's true. Okay, every time, every single time we've had a conversation, there has been no layer between my balls and my trousers. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, every single time. We sat on the Isn't same sofa. Isn't it less comfortable we've having your balls jiggling sofa. around? I'd argue it's more comfortable. Because you've. Um... Because even if you get, if they get knocked a couple of times, it reminds me that I'm a human being. Well, so it just gives you a bit of yeah. uh, like feelings. A, yeah, feelings. Because yeah. actually, in this state, the real problem is not actually anxiety or anything like that. It's actually a numbness. It's a lack of feeling. Yeah. That's the kind of. You the need a flick in the balls every That's now been again. the problem with 2020 is the yeah. numbness of it all. You yeah. need something to keep you, you feel alive. You need repetition. And what better way to break that repetition? You need the opposite of repetition. So what better way to break that repetition than to take off your pants for a couple of days? Yeah, I guess so. But that's not repetition because what's that's what that's your normal mode. No, because you wake up, you wake up. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a break of routine when your routine is not wearing pants. True. <laughs> I don't. I don't not always wear pants. But there are several days where I think when I get up from bed, I'm like, well, why would I put pants on right now? What is what's stopping me from not putting pants on? Do you find it m- more or, or less com- Do you find it more or less comfortable? That's a really be- tough one. It's a really tough question, Rachel, and I'm glad you asked. It. <laughs> I think in it boys go wild, we do the tough questions. Honestly, so there's when you're wearing when you're wearing the pants, there is a compa- and I can't speak for the ladies here, but when you wear like Kathy Newman speaking to Jordan Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna slay you online, Pete. You're not getting it, Rachel. You're not getting what he's saying. Um, hashtag Rachel just got schooled. 
Um, so the thing is, there's a there's a comfort in a compactness. Sure. Like imagine a nice tight basket of oranges. You're gonna when you're walking along, you know I you do, know I that nothing's it. gonna yeah. jiggle about. Sure. Now take half of the oranges out of there. Done. When you're walking along, we've got a bumpy ride. Okay. Now <laughs> that is so when walking, but also there's a freeness in that. So yeah. there, I think there's a certain amount of pleasure that one can get from walking along the road with a, a, a half empty basket of oranges that are slightly jiggling about because it reminds <laughs> you that you're a human being and a man. The, the kind of the jiggling about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. like, you know what? I feel free. So although you might get it knocked a couple of times, there might be a couple of uncomfortable sit downs. <laughs> there might be some sharp objects that you hadn't accounted for. At the end, when you're walking along and when you're sitting down, there are times when you just remember. Do you, you have just big remember. balls? No. Sorry, I was just talking about this the other day. I have. That's probably why you can get away with it. Yeah, because I've got coochie little kid boots. Because <laughs> you got a bit of a, you got a bit of a massive schlong. penis. You got a bit of a yeah. Schlong. It's all out there, but then the, which I think maybe. So that's we got the because I've got like an average size penis for my height. Yeah. But then I've got big balls. So I think maybe, but maybe because <laughs> I was thinking about this recently. This is what the dynamic Maybe we've got is. exactly the same penis size. <laughs> But you've just got, comparatively, when looking at it, because your balls are bigger, it looks smaller. Because my balls are smaller, it yeah. looks bigger. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I guess so. Because it, yeah. But I just, in, in wrap up to this ball conversation. I, I think would... we can go for another 10 minutes on this. Okay, well, we can. I, you know I can. But I just advise you, maybe maybe let's make it a, a commando uh, Fridays. On Friday, maybe not Fridays, because you might be doing it. Let's do it Tuesday. Sure. No, let's make it Wednesday when Whoa. we shoot the podcast. Whoa, he just brought Wednesday into this. Let's make it Commando Wednesdays. That's all because when we shoot the podcast is on a Wednesday. So next Wednesday, you come Commando, I'll come Commando, and we'll talk about it. Mm. We'll get some things going. We'll get some discussion going in the mm. comments, mm. and we'll just see. All it is is a different kind of way, an outlook, a different outlook on life. Don't be constrained by the big big underwear companies that are trying to force you into smuggling. What big watches. undies? Yeah, big undies. They're like big farmer. Yeah, I was trying. Big undies just sounds like a specific company. Let's unsmuggle those budgies. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is actually because obviously we, re- we released one on the first day of 2021. But we recorded that in 2020. This is the first podcast we're recording in the year 2021. You got damn right. And this is our first actual recorded conversation of 2021. Recorded. Yeah. So I get. Uh, are we? Is yes. this how we mean to carry on? Is um, this the, the vibe of 2021, Boys Gone Wild? Well, the thing is, we're, we're, I mean, as I say, it's an interesting time to start a podcast because we can't go outside and have different experiences to then bring back to the listeners and then shed light, funniness and kind of philosophy on Yeah, like what fucking interesting shit have you been doing? So yeah, don't be the, there the judging us nothing. talking about stanky oh, balls and talking jeans. about balls Yeah, what the fuck did you do today, you yeah. pigs? Yeah, you got out of bed, you ate some cereal <laughs> and then you went back to bed. <laughs> Yeah, you pathetic. You you're pathetic. pathetic. You're low lives. <laughs> you're, you're, you're all low lives. I find um, it funny how, like, because I'm quite abusive to the listeners, but some of the listeners are, are like, really enjoyed the podcast, really yeah. nice, but I did not appreciate that you called me a smelly little yeah. cucktard. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was one. Like, on, grow up, guys. The only, time that happens the, is, the only time that happens is when you do a podcast with BB. Yeah, and I get and it. Then a really get, interesting discussion. Oh, actually, I, although you reference me as a libtard, I have been a full-time listener of this show and I enjoy it for X, Y, and Z. I don't think having left-of-centre beliefs is at all libtarded. In, in the game of chess that you're playing with the listeners, 
that person has has checkmated you there because you then have to respond quite nicely because every time someone says something like that, you do actually appreciate it. So you send a nice message back. Yeah, the problem is, is we, we've got too small. It's like building a podcast uh, following is like having a fire with embers and you're trying to get it back to life. Like you're literally, yeah. you've got little flames and you've got to keep them alive at all yeah, costs yeah. or else you'll get lost in the ether. So now we have to be incredibly nice to everyone who at all shows any support because they're the lifeblood of this media conglomerate. But once we're, you know, once we're on like Joe Rogan level, Joe Rogan doesn't. Can we not talk about our me, us be becoming a media conglomerate at the start of every podcast? I, no, I think that's exactly. Uh, it's just, good to remind people that that's where we're heading, and that's basically what we are now. No, I think that's we need to. I think it's like dress for the job you want. Yeah, talk about the job, the job, the what you want your job to be. So if you we believe just something talk, hard enough, it will become reality. That is definitely the case. Okay, but it is the first of the new year. Um, and uh, did, did, have you had any New Year's resolutions, Horatio Gould? Uh, I have not had any New Year's resolutions of anything of any worth. Uh, I normally have the same things to read more, cook more, uh, but I've given up on that now. Mm. Uh, um, I think it's not a resolution, but I think I'm going to try... Um, to get less stanky on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. To get less stanky on the beat. Okay. Well, that has been a problem I've noticed for you throughout 2020. Yeah, I've been getting a bit too stanky on with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit too sick with it as well, but I think that I, I'll, I'll deal with getting sick with yeah. it uh, next year. Okay, understood, yeah. So I think I'm a bit too stanky on the yeah, beat. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen an improvement in the last few days as well. <laughs> At the start of January. Yeah, but you know when people go to the gym when they're starting out and then in February, yeah. no one's at the yeah, gym. Yeah, uh, February I come, feel I'm going to get stanky on the beat February again. February 1st, Horatio <laughs> Gould will be stanking back on the beat. It's true. I'm trying to put the pussy on less lock. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not as simple as it sounds and as it looks, but it's something I feel like I need to, I need to improve on. Wait, put the pussy, what? Uh, put the pussy on less lock. You were, <laughs> so you've been locking... I've been locking too much pussy. <laughs> so it's... It's, that's pretty much you know yeah you know. but Maybe I think unlock, they're too unlock. ambitious for both of us because I don't know yeah. I don't see either of us doing any less of that it's been going well for a few days but you know you know how New Year's <laughs> resolutions work but why don't why don't we do this let's do this now okay what would your resolution be for me and vice versa um I think if I had to do a resolution that's a good question um see that what other podcasts are doing that yeah uh, I think <laughs> just had a, that just sounded bitter. <laughs> just we're insecure because we haven't done anything for you. Yeah. We're just running out. <laughs> um, I think you. I think um, it certainly should be like um, in the way that top athletes. You need to improve your game. Yeah, uh, we're top podcasters, so you yeah. always need to be looking for. I think I, I would be a lot. I, this would be a lot better podcast if you were if you got your head out your ass no if yeah, you yeah. if you were slightly more uh with it with it know? what does that mean is that coming about just, my drinking no no your drink your drinking's fine i've realized that your drinking is the lifeblood of the podcast yeah probably. yeah that's what, that's if you were just more i i'm i come in with like niche twitter feuds that are going on yeah and then you won't know either people i'm talking about correct 
which is why you is pr- probably better for you as personality wise. Yeah. But for podcasts, it means I have to explain who's this person is, who that person is, yeah. what they're talking about, and what that thing they're talking about means. Okay, so you'd like me to sell my soul for the good. I'd of, like you to just like just be like. Yeah. Con- I'd like you to be more into gossip. That's it. Well, that is the That's problem it. I've had for a long time yeah. actually, because I I do you don't find, like gossip. I fucking I I yeah. actively dislike it because I find yeah. it the most disinteresting thing mm. because I'm a big believer of there's two sides to every story yeah but gossip and is what drives in in we're, we're doing a similar thing to any fucking newspaper or anything it's just like you, you see something happen you have a take on it part of that is being into gossip and that's what you need to be more into you need to let go of this fucking notion that you're above gossip and just start being like really what is he with her? Why is he? Was he going to really go on wearing that? You're like yeah, that's okay. where it starts. Well, that's know? fundamentally changing the whole part of my personality. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm understanding yes. more. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not backing down at all on that. By the okay. way, yeah, I, I'm, I know how fundamental is your personality, yeah. and I know how it can see. No, I, I like I'm saying, there's fundamental character yeah, flaws, yeah. and, and I are. stand by it because yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. No, I, I get it, and I can see exactly where you're coming from because it would be. <laughs> It would be great if we could, because you often bring up, oh, this, did you see this thing that happened on, like, on the what? internet? Who's me? Who's that? Okay. Yeah. And then you tell me about it, and then I have to kind of create an opinion on it, which is often a false opinion on it, just for the purpose of comedy or something on it. But then if I had a genuine interest, then it would. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good, yeah. Then we'd be able to talk about things. God forbid we talk about, oh, you know, mental health and, <laughs> and kind of like Eckert and the Marxism. Oh my God, we should definitely do. I've seen a couple of comedy podcasts do like sincere mental health podcasts where it's like, they've all had a bit of fun and they have like, this was a really hard episode to release where we talked about what's going on in our head and they talk about them having mental health problems as if we don't all have them. Uh... Like, do you know what I mean? Like people on podcasts saying like, I know a lot of you don't might not have known this, but I've actually been struggling with anxiety for a year. Obviously, Obviously you're doing a podcast. You're doing it. You're doing, you're doing a, podcast. a podcast, and also you yeah. exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, you fucking exist. Oh. I just think it's funny that pe- people assume that people don't think they're having a mental health crisis. Every single person who I've seen talking up about they're having a mental health crisis, I know. Yeah. You don't need to tell yeah. me. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> the no. guy who's always posting gym selfies. Yeah, you might. It might look on my Instagram like I'm I'm super with it and healthy, but actually deep down I'm struggling this year. Obviously, yeah, yeah, mate. We, you we, fucking. We you you took a picture of dumbbells. Yeah. Like, <laughs> clearly, you're mentally ill. Gonna smash these weights out today. Obviously, you have some serious unresolved shit. Yeah, like- yeah. It's it's because when it's, it's yeah, as you say, when people are so clearly pouring aggressively pouring their entire personality into one specific task, hobby, or event. Yeah, you're fucking. Yeah, definitely. Shit, mate. You're definitely. Yeah, yeah. You should go to the asylum, mate. Yeah, and I guess we're all in the shit, as you say, as well. Yeah. It's because. Um, the conversation around mental health has become a lot more healthy <laughs> or it's become a lot more kind of out there and people are able to talk about it a bit more, which has then, well, you, you know, done your I see, I see you oh, fucking, yeah. I see you fucking grimace. Yeah. Cause we're still discussing mine, I guess we'll get there. Um, but it's become people because it's become a lot more visible, which is good that people are talking sure. about it. It also means that people, but uh, there hasn't been the catch up in people realizing that everyone else has the same shit. Yeah. So then people think they're special by having it, or at least, um, you know, think they've got something important to say about it. That's why we don't talk about our crippling depression, anxiety, and schizophrenia, because- I don't even see it as that, because it's so basic and natural. I'm like, yeah, that's just a basic mode of existence. being a human being. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I just don't I- even talk, uh, are you depressed? Duh. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking bore you with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Obviously I'm depressed. Yeah. It doesn't affect, it doesn't make me sad. It I doesn't, think, aff- it doesn't give me anxiety. Maybe, maybe why we work well together as well is that you're a very depressive guy and I'm the more anxious guy. 
is that I've never had depression, but I'm, I've had anxiety. Yeah, you're and kind I, of like, oh, you're chewing your fingernails. I'm oh like, God. Like, life well, is an eternal dark should. void. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is maybe why we bounce off each sure. other. Well, and also there's the stinky balls, balls in pants. Yeah, exactly. Well. And the catty dad messy slut. It works on- Ying and yang. Um, so my New Year's resolution for you yeah. would be uh, to stop denying the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> because I get it, you like everyone's entitled to a certain historical opinion. But what it is, so it doesn't, okay, I'm not asking you to flat out stop denying it. But what I'd ask you to do is just maybe take it down a notch in terms of maybe, right, there's two, there's two parts of it. Maybe read some books that have a contradictory opinion to what you're saying. And secondly, just stop talking about it as much as you fucking do. Because we have people over and we're having a nice time with everyone. And then we're, we're playing Perudo or some shit. Someone rolls a dice and then he'll be like, have you heard about the lie of the German Holocaust? Didn't exist. And the problem is, I, I get it. And I understand why you've come to that opinion. But I know too much of why you've understood that opinion. And it can be off-putting for other people. Because I know where you've come from. I know why you've come to that opinion. But it isn't as clear for other people to properly dive into exactly how you got there and why you think that. Okay, so at the beginning of this episode, we thought when we were planning it, it'd be good to like give each other news resolutions. And then Andrew asked specifically, can I go second? And I, I thought he had something up his sleeve. I did not expect that. Um, I would love to go along for the bit. Uh, it would be funnier if I uh, pretended I regularly denied the Holocaust, but seeing the way that the whole Jeremy Corbyn scandal went and seeing as I've vo been a vocal supporter of him in that mm. scandal, I don't think it would be helpful uh, if I was ever having to defend myself publicly, if my podcast with someone who I live with and knows me very well says his resolution is denied the Holocaust, because as a bit, <laughs> you can really take that out of context. See, so. you're already taking it on board. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Okay. Well, the first step, you know, it's let's see if I can maybe go one week without denying the Holocaust. Yeah, and we'll see where we go from that. Um, do I have an actual one for you? No, you don't need one. Do I not need one? Well, you can go ahead if you. Well, want I'm to. just trying to. There's, I, I'm, mm, no, wear less headbands. I only wear one headband. So uh, but all less. the time, wear that headband less. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do that, but that's yeah. nice. No, you're not going to do either of them in reality. <laughs> As soon as, Where you, my as soon as that camera goes, as soon as that camera goes off, it's all, deny, deny, deny. It's all out. It's all out nonsense. Um, yes, yes. Um, we got a segue. So. We can do the mental health, or do you want to talk about the clapping for crows, or we can do talk about the third lockdown feelings in general. Yeah, let's do lockdown, and then we can go into mental health and lockdown. If we want to. Yes. Where did we just end with that? That was. Um, uh, denying the Holocaust, but because for, for me, seeing for me, I feel like what I'm concerned about is because because the time that we've been living together has been in lockdown, where sure. the headbands have been worn. Are, are you going to take that out of lockdown? Is this something you're going to wear? You go, I guess you go to the shops in it, but is it going to be something Where's that? My yeah, um, I'm not sure. Oh, they're here because this is what. Yeah, I mean, I understand that the um, the headbands are obnoxious uh, and kind of like can piss people off. But Wait, it no, is hold on, just get a better one. You can wear a headband. Just no, don't the, the Wilson fucking one. Wilson tennis one. That's the that's the that's the funniest going, one. Yeah, I, it is the funniest one. Because um, no, the reason it is funny. the reason the reason is is it's the orange sunglasses, 
my glasses and the Wilson headband. It's meant to symbolize this is a, a lot of this is a visual project to symbolize our approach to the future, which is I imagine it, we are basically in a futuristic go-kart, you know, and you're in a little sidecar and we're going at a, oh, mi- yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're going a million miles a minute, yeah. um, accepting that we live in a fake reality, accepting fake news as a real thing and just accepting it. And that's what these represent. These are like my flying goggles yeah. and my, my outfit of saying, look, so reality's over. We've accepted we live in a fake world. Let's just go along for the ride. That's okay. what Boys Gone Wild stands for. And that's why we have these sunglasses on. And it's a pure aesthetic thing. And it pisses some people off. And that's good because it's, yeah. it, it reveals something the about themselves. So, yeah, it's meant to be yeah. a, a symbol of uh, the a time out of joint. Okay. Okay, I can no, I can fight with that. To be honest, you've you've you brought me round. You brought me round. But uh, so we we probably should talk about the. I mean, there has been we we've been talking. Like we have nothing to talk about, but it's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, news with uh, Boris Johnson. Lockdown. But it's like three. Lockdown point? three. Oh. Yeah, this is the third one. It just feels like there. How did you feel when did you see the broadcast? Two words. Lockdown. Schmockdown. Okay. So is that when you're watching it? When I'm watching it. Yeah. Um, before I even knew what he was going to say because for us in as, as we in all know society. in high society <laughs> in the upper in the upper epsilons of, of, of class and dignity that we signify what, what does it really mean um, one rule for the rich another one for the poor Media may it long continue yeah <laughs> um, well no so in in London town as we all know I've been uh, gestating in here by myself for a fairly long period of time yeah, like his balls in his jeans oh god, god the nice. amount of like because the best thing actually which I didn't mention about uh, being home alone is I, I used to do this with my parents when they were out of the house it's just like walking around naked that do you walk around naked absolutely it's the best as in like you're in I, all the time I do it because love for- do you see how we were talking about a, a topical issue sorry and we yeah. immediately yeah. got back to your well, balls well because it's yeah, we immediately true. got back to an image of you naked yeah because you've got we're, to give the viewers like what they want one second when we're talking about Boris Johnson we're fucking like halfway through yeah. we're talking about Boris Johnson and immediately yeah. it just it snaps back. straight back to yeah. putting an image in the, yeah, the listener's no, head yeah, of does. you fucking yeah. frying some eggs with your yeah. balls out yeah I don't actually like eggs you don't like eggs that was a bad example but it is funny thing for you to fry because they're testicle like they are so, testicle like you know, you're, go, you're, you're, you're goddamn right. Um, but just a quick side note on that: it is it is amazing to walk around the house naked, and it's a good thing. That's partly why I wanted the downstairs room because it's I F- yeah because I like every I when you when you've all gone to bed, I am naked. Yeah, no, I think that is that, that is because um, when we were choosing rooms for this house, I, I got the big room for, so we could do the podcast in here. And um, Drew pushed for the only room on the bottom floor. And I think it's because it, you like that feeling that's sort of a basement for your sexual deviancy. A bit. Yeah, a it's bit. like having like your own floor so that you have like the privacy to go away with your dark And, and when you hear those last footsteps go off the bed tonight, <laughs> you know the real fun's going to be like, <laughs> Here we go. It's time to unleash everything. <laughs> We're just all up here. We're all you're up here. You're, you're all tucked yeah. into bed, all reading a book <laughs> with and, a hot bit of cocoa. <laughs> and I'm downstairs with leather. Some... <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's fun to walk around naked around the house. If you're not, so that's an extension of the commando conversation. You should also try that if it's applicable. Please don't do it if it's not applicable. Consent is an important thing. Big fan of consent. Big massive fan of consent. But so for me, it was like although it was. It was a bit. It was lockdown schmockdown because it was a continuation. <laughs> it was a continuation of Tier Four of London. Sure. I, we've been doing it, man. This is. It's nothing has changed. I mean, maybe it has changed for me personally. For me personally, nothing has changed. Yes, it has because you said this, and it's when we found out about Tier Four. I think 
in my, in, I just naturally assumed that it was like, people were saying to me, it could go as late as the end of January. And I was like, it probably won't go as late as that. Yeah. It's now probably going to go to the beginning of March. That's what the takeaway so, is. So there was a thing that came out just uh, a moment ago about like there was a small print thing or something about it where it could be the end of March. Jesus, that's yeah, what the, three that's what the fucking so it feeling is, it's of about deflation. the it's about the continuation of yeah lockdown yeah but that was always good with this new variant that was always going to happen no it wasn't always going to happen I thought it was always going to happen I didn't know it was going to be that long were you not yeah. at all surprised that it was end of March would be I lockdown? thought we should have gone into lockdown earlier and I think as we discussed no, I, I think, think the, the only right reason thing, the only reason we didn't do it was because of Christmas so then I think the reason why we didn't go into lockdown earlier means it's going to be so much worse where we are now so it was always going to be longer. We should have gone into lockdown when we went into tier four. As soon as they found a new fucking variant of the coronavirus in the UK, surely you should just put a national lockdown on. Mm. If you're, but he didn't want to cancel Christmas. So, I mean, hopefully- But it has been something important for business. Like the fact that it was open over Christmas has saved a lot of small businesses. It's just one side note. So, because, but then the only thing with that is, is it how much money these businesses are actually able to make when for these small periods of being open, in between lockdowns. Whereas if we went into, maybe if we went into a lockdown earlier, you're just going to get out of it earlier. Yeah, maybe we should have gone into lockdown as soon as he ate the bat, Andrew. 2020 hindsight, <laughs> yeah. fucking hell. 2008. <laughs> should have gone into lockdown then. I feel like something's brewing. <laughs> Everyone stay inside. But... It's, That'd be great if the uh, it would be Tony Blair or Gordon Brown at the time comes out and says like I'm I'm preempting something. We're all going into national lockdown. You get one exercise a day. Can, Can you, you imagine? imagine? No, no research. <laughs> well, I mean, impo imposing a national lockdown is is difficult enough with a genuine reason to. With a really understandable <laughs> so then, reason, where, when it's like the only thing we can really do. You're not allowed out. Why? I just something <laughs> something bad I have is a feeling, coming. I have okay. A feeling. Because that's what we. That's what's but great. Every, the that's world would great. be laughing at us until 2020. So we'd have 12 that's years. Long, that's a long we'd time. Have 12 to be years at. of national lockdown. Uh, but then you know, once we get here, we're all good. Yeah, that's still a decade of being laughed at. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we'd be the ones, the last ones laughing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's, that's true. and that's the most important. Yeah. Is but that's that's what's fun about um, sort of failed states uh, with. Uh, omnipotent dictators is that there's they a can few things funny about <laughs> fair states of omnipotent dictators but i'd like to hear what your top one is is that and one of the fun things is because in this in our cucked democracy where yeah. you have to get like a mandate from the people like a Lame. fucking beta males we are cucked we yeah. democracy Shit, democracy is, is the, the best way to do it but it's a cucked thing it's a cucked thing because it means all, that's why all of our leaders are little fucking scrabbly little cuck boys yeah um, and it's yeah. like the way he has to like ask and he's like looking for our they're undeniably as awful as dictators are there's something I respect about a leader who has no concern at all for his people or what they think of him there's something alpha about that for sure because then if you're Absolutely. a dictator in that fucking there's a country I think it's Turkmenistan in one of those those kind of crazy stands in the centre of Asia that, that don't get yeah. talked about there's like a whole city made out of white marble uh, just the entire thing's made out of white marble. Because it gets shit done. Yeah, because he, he, he can. And then also, I think... <laughs> I think in Uzbekistan, uh, a dictator there uh, decided to move the capital. Tell us about more of the stars, Horatio. Well, <laughs> he decided to move the capital. So just rebuild from scratch and then name it after himself. And although... It, and it's just I'm, like, I'm, that's I'm, a bit alpha to yeah, me. Yeah, and although, like, I would love for Boris Johnson to come out and be like, we're going to make the new capital Norwich. 
Yeah. And if it was a dictator, he could, because he can't, because he's yeah. a little cut. He can't, because everyone out. would go, oh, don't do that. We don't want that. <laughs> but then in the real countries, they're going, fuck yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care what you're thinking. Norwich is now the capital. <laughs> We're a mustard country. Because... <laughs> <laughs> We're mustard people now. Get, get, get on board. Oh, go away. We're mustard people now. Because <laughs> mustard is famously made in Norwich. It is. It originates yeah. from Norwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you actually told me that. Not on this podcast. I know that information. I'm a big trivia guy. I have a lot of yeah, information in my head. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a big mustard fan and I'm a big <laughs> trivia fan. So it was. it's a really good one of my favorite facts. Um, but so what I was because because we've had the benefit of moving to London with our friends during lockdown, I can't I cast my imagination into As a world. I, you know, I'm an imaginative guy. Yeah. Um, into a world where I hadn't moved out and like yeah, this lockdown dragons and stuff. They're, yeah. They're, <laughs> third national lockdown didn't matter because the dragons were attacking. The knight, the knights of Norwich were coming down in their mustard army. Too much then, imagination. Scale it back. Scale it back. <laughs> I haven't moved out of the house. Is that yeah? That's 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 a better scale. So I well, I hadn't moved out of the house, and this lockdown would be fucking dead because it doesn't really feel like lockdown when you're with your friends. Because in a way, because mm-hmm. because the problem would be that in the in the first, you know, one, you're allowed to say something sincere and not. So I can't. Not, no, I, I physically not can't. Do this. My parents divorced when I was in year six. <laughs> yes. Sorry, so I can't. It's, it's not. A you can say that you like being with your friends. You don't have to be like. <laughs> 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 well this is more about my problems with intimacy rather than anything else but um so we um in in this world where uh, this crazy world where i hadn't moved out yeah. it would have been and i feel because like i even feel for like my mom and david at I home. Feel for, yeah yeah i feel for david because they they hate they hate each other <laughs> yeah it's all this mum's old chat david's all wanting to fix everything but they can't fix their failing marriage yes so they're stuck in this loveless marriage um another one another that's, one that's two for two two for two <laughs> i'm starting to think maybe i'm the problem no, actually they're, they're quite a happy marriage actually they're yeah they've got a very they've got a very which is quite a rare thing it's actually it is. quite it's actually quite nice to see you especially know, having finding someone later in life and it working out is actually quite a nice relief it's a very, that maybe if it doesn't work out first time you can still find someone who matters and the barometer of that is because they often like one of them will make each other breakfast a lot and what they do is they sprinkle black pepper over the eggs on toast if you're sprinkling black pepper on the over eggs there's still toast, there's still some love there there's still, there's still some, some love there. You're not, just you're not just slapping take your it eggs. On. Take your eggs and shut up. <laughs> there is there's a touch of garnish. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was my point? Sorry, uh, so sorry. then, um, because it's a lot. Because for as I say, when we talk about the different um, the different cross sections of people that have had it toughest during COVID, sure. yeah, is I think that if I was still at home and people living in that, so like it's really important for when I was living at home with my mum and and David to see. To go out and see friends. Sure. Because you wouldn't really do, you don't really do anything at your house because no. it's their house and you don't want to overstep your mark kind sure. of thing. So pubs were important and going to see people in uh, in public was important. Whereas it's not as important for us right now because we're living with our friends. Yeah. No, so we're really lucky. We're really, we're, really lucky. So then, because that's why I'm saying lockdown, schmockdown for me. But then I think there's, but of course I empathise with the many, many people who are going through Yeah, no, but it's also, it's like, you don't have to deal, we're, we've been lucky, we've got, you know, we'll be fine. Uh, we're not high risk or anything like that. We Socially, it's fine. Uh, but 
uh, it do, it's not necessarily you don't, can't just constantly view it relatively. It's still all right for it to be shit overall. Like it's still <laughs> tedious going back yeah. to another. Yeah, but what's the point of thinking about that? Well, it's not a point of thinking about that. I'm still very positive of making the most of what. I think it's only negative when you don't just actively decide to make the most of your situation. It's still fine to be like the, the, there was a general feeling when he announced another lockdown just across social media you could just feel that just general just like here we go again and that just like sigh yeah because it just feels like and i remember like um because obviously i can't do produce other podcasts during this really um and just this feeling of just like i don't even know what to fucking do anymore yeah it's like it's just like i've already i managed to keep myself busy for the other periods of lockdown but now it's just going here again i'm like i've been here before i'm here again and it's just not yeah. there's just no real it's not really yeah. clear what to do i've forgotten and i think a lot of people have uh, it seems to be a it seems to be a sentiment yeah. um that has that many people have shared but just kind of forgotten what it is to be not in lockdown yeah. as in it's that that when you're watching films or because there was a couple of there's a couple of bands i've seen have posted pictures of instagram with their gigs back in back in the day and just like, is do you have that thing when you're watching a film and like there's a there's a maybe a bigger group of people or just two people touch or strangers touch, and that seems to be such a yeah, like yeah, whoa. Yeah. And you yeah, think yeah. about it, that's not social distancing. Do you know what I mean? That's it's become it's so it's been ingrained so much into the way that we're behaving and the way that we're thinking that I'm honestly am starting to forget what is actually what life was like before. Because it's been it'll be a year if it's yeah. March. I mean, I'm one I'm, year. I'm, I'm I'm sort of uh, I I like the. Um, symmetry of it being a whole year, so it would be great if yeah. it if it ended if it was like vaccines rolled out enough that we can all go out again on March. That would just be handy for all of us if yeah. we could say a year because yeah, it'd be it great one year, a one year yeah. so you can neatly you're not say, fucking around eighteen months. Or it's something. not eighteen months where it's like you know it's not nine months. It's like it that was a twelve month period where we can we can do twenty three again. Yeah, and I think I, I think I completely. Agree. If someone wants to say I'm going to just do that year again, that didn't count. Fair enough. You you're, uh, you haven't got any older. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think if it's a whole year, that, then it's much easier to do something like that. I find it weirdest because I obviously watching films, old films, and seeing people dancing or anything like that. But I find it weird if I'm listening to podcasts from like 2019, which yeah. are like so near to now. Yeah, yeah. Relatively, yeah. but then. I'm just like, it's hard. It's, what I find annoying is because so much news has happened. Yeah. I find it hard. If I find a new podcast, I find it hard to go through anything topical. I find it really hard to go through the back catalogue. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, you're so fucking naive. Such distant topics. Yeah, it is. You and do it's just, look at, you look at people. So you, you could even be listening to the same podcast who were doing things after the virus. Mm. But you're looking at it before and you're like, you fucking idiot. You don't. You don't know what's about to hit yeah. you. And it's like people having like, because probably, probably, it'll probably be like this a bit for some of the boys gone well episodes when people are having like their strong opinion on what they think things going to be yeah. like i'm like you fucking, you don't know you shit. don't fucking know what useless. it's like. useless even if they get it right i'm like what the fuck do you know yeah. you haven't lived it you don't understand yeah. that i really need a week and uh, okay sorry that's all right right cut the shit cut the shit <laughs> dynamo dynamo. dynamo um no uh what were we talking about before um uh, lockdown lockdown yeah, and I, I think um, this is what I was actually going to say for my genuine New Year's resolution. I don't really, I think it's like, I hope, and I don't know how much it is to pra uh, practice it, but I hope there's like uh, a feeling of like, a, a, people are kinder to each other and more understanding, considering. It's just like this year, people have had to do so many things just to cope. Yeah. 
And I think, I just, I hope that when we come back, there'll just be a bit more understanding of each other that we've all just been through such a collective trauma that you can like uh, let people off certain things or like yeah. be more understanding of like, we've all had to cope with shit differently. And like having Maybe that Maybe the greatest the greatest solution to a world filled with animosity and hatred towards one another is to spend more time by yourself. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> no, it's been a we, great we, episode. No, we've got loads of time left. Thank you very much. No, subscribe don't to, end subscribe it now. to the Patreon. No. Smash that like button. We've been a Don't end it Boys now. Play the music. No, play the I'm going to play it now. Play we've the music. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> um, but, so, uh, but on that note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what did you just say? Um, <laughs> no, because I had that was a because I I distract I had a, I had something genuine to say, but I distracted myself. I was saying that it'd be good if we um are, are just more understanding of each other and gentler with each other yeah. for how we've had to deal with it. Bollocks, I've forgotten it. That's a nightmare. But like, because I think even I like I I don't feel too bad about how much if I'm how I'm, I've been drinking, how much uh, I've been smoking and stuff like that, because I feel like. In this state, you do whatever you can just to, to get in. by. Yeah, and I think that's I think just understanding being like that with yourself, but because that's this the self the self care thing. I like doing it personally. Yeah, I like having that with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like people talk about self care uh, on public platforms. On public platforms, yeah, or as if it's like <laughs> yeah. as if you should be celebrated for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. do self care. Self care is an important thing. Self care is this is a fucking rough year do what you can survive it's a good advice to do self-care but stop fucking posting Involving about it. as us. if yeah. also stop doing it as if we need to applaud the fact that you couldn't get out of bed it's like yeah it's like or like you know i i, I just felt self-care sunday it's like uh, i'm not gonna do any work or anything like that it's like okay do you but i'm not yeah. gonna congratulate you for being for doing that shit you know yeah and i don't i just think that's a, mm. a that's when self-care becomes because i found self-care toxic quite, I found self-care quite a funny trajectory in the way it was talked about in the media because it, when it came out, it was always it was all very positive and like supported by mental health uh, activists and stuff. Is like when it became like a used term yeah, yeah. on social media and stuff, and it was like um, self-care this, self-care that, and it was like a good thing. But then there was a, a clear moment where self-care went too far when it was just like people is like didn't turn up to work they just did in the bar yeah. self-care and it was just a funny moment when it was like oh no no there, there's job because they're doing too yeah, much cocaine yeah, there, there is a limit to self-care you yeah. can't just do self-care is not doesn't mean you, you don't have any responsibilities yeah. yeah you've got to remember them you've got to at least maintain yeah. the responsibility because it's good but like because back in the day before even the concept of self-care, let's say like the victorian age it, you know uh you just wouldn't even consider taking care of yourself, but it means that yeah. you would still have to keep moving. Yeah, yeah, you have. And the thing that I, so like we live in a time where an article I saw on Vice earlier today mm. um, was why it's okay to work in bed for the whole day. And it's- the, It's like work in bed, but I don't need an article about it. Do yeah, you know what I mean? tell me what to fucking do. Yeah. Because it's- that's a perfect example. You can do example. it anyway. That's a perfect example. It's like, yeah, it is fine to work in bed all day, but don't do an article glorifying it as if it's some noble pursuit. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. But it's like, like do it, Are they it's glorifying? Fine. Is it glorifying it when they're like, it's because maybe there, okay, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Maybe there are people out there who are- It's the devil! <laughs> <laughs> Burn him! <laughs> 
Help! No, 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 no. I'm just his advocate. I'm just his advocate. It's fine. It's fine. So maybe there are... <laughs> maybe there are people out there who are lying in bed all day doing their work and they feel because they can't get out of bed sure because they're everything's bad yeah. um so then there may be a vice article saying it's okay to work in bed every day makes them feel more validated in some of the things that they might not have been validated in sure yeah no, i i agree with that and um i almost feel like in the general i think having that stuff is actually kind of helpful for a lot of people but i also feel my role uh, as part of high society and culture in general, the as a cultural society, as, as a cultural tastemaker, I've taken I've taken class. a look at what society and culture is telling um, young people, and I've realised my role yeah. is to tell them that everything's their fault and they need yeah, to get yeah, out yeah. of bed. I realise that's where I'm most effective. Yeah. I don't need to be here yeah. telling people that it's you know you're a fucking champion for uh, being anxious and not getting out of bed. <laughs> I'm here to tell people it's about having a balanced narrative yeah and like you know I think we've got a lot of the kind of um, traditional Mm. maternal discourse in um, it's it's, uh, the the cultural conversations move to a very maternal uh, approach which is the loving caring thing yes and I think I have a role as the kind of traditional paternal figure the kind of the the abusive authoritarian who like who you know tough tough love and all that kind of stuff that's my role in culture when everyone's like um, when everyone's holding out the blankets for people to run into you're there with the belt (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I don't really so uh, so people are holding with blankets am I just hitting them on the so way maybe, to the, the blanket. So, okay, let's make this into a meta, a good metaphor. Good, yeah. so, the society is mostly wrapping people around with the blanket. Yeah. And so you're there to deliver the belt beating, but they're already wrapped in the blanket. Mm. So it's not as harsh as it would be if it was a uh, belt on skin. Yeah. Okay, we'll think about that one. Maybe you're the blanket, I'm the belt. And on that note. <laughs> no, no, I've still got plenty of time. <laughs> No, but this is actually quite interesting because spending um, time with my mum over the first lockdown in that like, I mean, four, five months? How long were we? Oh, fuck. Don't ask me. From March till, it was like four or five months. We moved here in July. March, April, May, June, July. That's five. Five months. Five, four. Um, It was kind of interesting viewing the generations and how um, each generation has been raised. I mean, I kind of had a realisation where it was like, the reason why our generation is the way it is, the kind of the the I, I I'm not someone who shits on our generation. I actually have a lot of faith in our generation, and even though people constantly shit on it, kids of the future, kids of the future, my man. Um, but the the kind of attitude of us being sort of spoilt and um, sensitive, and it, that it's I think it's interesting how most generations sort of react to the way they were raised when yeah. they raised the next generation. Like my mum was raised by very wolves. reserved by wolves. She was raised in the forest by wolves and that's that is a problem. It's when, gonna have some effect. <laughs> it's gonna have yeah, she didn't meet a person until she was at least eighteen. So yeah, like it was it was, was, it was weird. It was yeah. foraging for insects <laughs> and trying not to get attacked by bears. So And not most of that generation were raised by wild animals, not necessarily yeah. wolves, obviously. Well uh, yeah like, but, uh, like just feral creatures. And coyotes <laughs> and the like. Um, Sorry, could back um, But the, she was raised by like quite the the war generation reserved traditional Bloody English. Socks. Yeah, traditional English, but it's more like it's more that kind of culturally English um, 
love showing any love or affection is kind of like too difficult it's a big no-no yeah. very reserved and then what i've noticed is from that whole generation which is like young boomers and uh gen x is that sort of yeah yeah uh um, um parents generations that they their role models that they saw in life and the kind of music they look like bowie kind of uh 80s that sort of like uh new romantic thing it kind of seemed to be rebelling against that reservation of love and affection where they'd look for love and affection yeah. in their role models and yeah. stuff and that's how they raised our generation was to counter how they were raised because they felt they were missing something yeah. by not having love and affection so they gave our generation got a crazy amount of love and affection from our parents and yeah. uh it and not that many boundaries but what I think with like uh, phenomena is like boundaries though. There's still quite tight boundaries. I don't like, no comparatively there isn't. Compar well, I mean comparatively to their generation. To their generation, a lot I'm of saying the things that I quite like to bring to my like relationship. My mum has been quite audacious about the things that we talk about because it's nothing that she'd ever touch with her mum with her mum and dad who were very polite Burgess Hill which is a place in Sussex. Yeah. Kind of, uh, uh, it, it's, it was that, there was there was kind of love and affection, but it's, it's with, uh, it's, it's in almost like a polite society if you still, politeness rules. That was my mum's upbringing, I think. Politeness rules. Yeah. And anything that can might be deemed as inappropriate, which can then be, like having but then there's so many boundaries with how she raised you with how like how openly exactly. you would talk about lewd subjects but that's more from yeah and no, that's how she exactly which isn't necessarily how she raised me do you know what i mean but i think generationally uh our, if you think about our generation mm. and like people went to school with just people millennials and zoomers we were raised by a generation of people who were raised by the war generation and old boomers and that was a tough and that's why the counteraction to that, I think, has been loads of love and affection. But then I see with our generation, what's interesting is because we're raised like that, we're way more sensitive and we're um, f like a bit more infantilized in a yeah. way. But if you look at things like the emergence of like Jordan Peterson as a phenomenon, like I'm not a fan of his, but he's interested to look as a cultural phenomenon. Mm. It's was so clear to me with all of the people who were so crying out for his ideas is that there was a feeling that there was something missing from how they were raised in the way okay. that every generation has feels there's something missing and i've realized there's almost i could potentially see our generation raising the next generation with with a a, a bigger emphasis on values and um yeah and a bit more kind of guidance in that sense because i do think something missing from our generation how we were raised is i don't think there was enough emphasis on values and certain things like that i think so in terms of give me an example so for example value. i think now that a lot of our generation are out in the world it's clear that many of a lot of the mental health crises people feel quite unprepared for the yeah. realities of the world yeah um and I do so think- So do you think it's missing the pull up your socks and I think of the war generation? It's, it's, it's missing, because it's, I guess it's a bit of a synthesis. It's not as strong as that, but it's about, because they're reacting to that, yeah. I think potentially they went so far the other way. And Which I is think, often what happens, it's a conversation. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it literally is thesis, antithesis, yeah, synthesis yeah, 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 yeah. with how the generations are yeah. developing. And I, I would not be surprised if when we, our generation raises kids, there might be an emphasis on more kind of guidance and values and like more of yeah. a, a stronger hand with parenting potentially. Do, when you say stronger hand, do you mean more discipline or? I mean, I don't mean discipline. I mean like 
it's trying to instill to your values instill on. values and I think because I certainly think that's what would be that your would... main thing if you had to pick one thing that you had to pass down to your kid in the future what would it be Fan- that's hard so, but I'd say maybe like respond- a main it, lesson. it'd be like it'd be um it would probably be a, a get form stanky of, on the beat. Get, it'd probably be get stanky on the beat. Yeah, but other put than the, that, put the pussy on the pedestal. Pedestal, yeah. <laughs> or maybe maybe take it off the pedestal. <laughs> See, the, we we have different ideas. Different ideas, <laughs> but, they're, but they're equally the valuable. The and why can't we have a conversation about that anymore about being cancelled? Normalize it, all right? Demystify put the pussy on the pedestal. So, because I think I think about it a bit, and because that's what I think, I think you're going to have more value. You're going to put more values on your kids than your parents did for you. Absolutely, but I think absolutely, absolutely. Let's not take the piss. Sorry, I, I apologise <laughs> unreservedly for the comments I've made. They were inappropriate. Uh, they were offensive to all Too late, to you're you cancelled. to the bye listeners. Bye. Uh, on that pleasure. Note. On that. <laughs> Sorry, no. Back in. We've got one lifeline. Um, uh, I was going to say, spunky cats have seven lives. Then. <laughs> Well, we know, said why it. not? It's why words. Not? Why not? As long as it goes in the microphone. It's so, fine. because in that, so what I what I I feel from the thing that I've got. So, why I ask the question of what do you think you're going to instill in your what is the main kind of lesson or kind of uh, value you want to instill in your kids? It's because I think that's a good way to cut to the chase. Yeah. You know, all this chat, chilly chat, chat. That's a, that's a joke. It's yeah. Been a very informative conversation. Um, but that. What I feel like I've got from, you know, my, well, but it's always good to differentiate mum and dad, though. I think most people are talking about our mums here. No, no, because I think mum and, they both play roles as sort of yeah. maternal, maternal figures. Um, but I think collectively, you can even view them as both, yeah. both maternal and paternal. I think yeah. they all work in different ways. And I je- definitely think the cultural emphasis has moved away from kind of the idea of paternalism as being toxic yeah. and negative. Yes. And I think there's elements of that which our generation feels are missing. Yeah. Hence why our generation are constantly looking for daddy figures. Hence why everyone's flocking to boys gone wild. It's why they're flocking because they're looking for father figures. And, looking and for, we're happy to be it. They're looking know? for spunk daddies. Yeah, so we're, we're happy to be all your... Yeah. The Delivery Man by Vince Vaughn, when I brought that up, yeah. that was more me saying that's kind of metaphorically what I want this to be the podcast. All of our listeners. I want, in 10 years' time, when this is a hit, hit podcast for thousands of people for me yeah. to realize i've got so many kids i need yeah. to take care of that's yeah. why i related with yeah, it's, that. T- it's taking it's taking lost souls under our yeah. paternal wing exactly um so because i would say that the big thing that i would try and be installing into my kids and i guess it's a vat but it's a it's a value in its in its sense in it in a sense because it's not about installing a specific value like of you need to uh, kind of think this way or do whatever, as I'm sure you would agree. But it's like, I think originality is an important thing mm-hmm. that I would like to But instill. that's a value, you know? Exactly. Because it's what, not that's an what order. That's, that's why it's saying. not, that's why, just, sorry, just to distinguish. Yeah. That's why I specify values are really, I think, I don't, I don't, I, I don't deal well with any real authoritarianism of any sort or being told what to do. I never have and I don't, would never do that to my kids. But I would do appreciate values. and that's a very different thing like I see parents who raise kids where they're like do this do that and I don't see that at all I don't like that and I I would not throw on that at all but I do feel that that can go too far where you don't install values which is a different thing it's not telling what to do it's like what to value which I agree with because that's what that's what I was saying so although it's not 
the kind of basic idea of what a value would be yeah. in terms of you need to do this, you need to be a dot or whatever. It's it's yeah. the value. It's, it's, it's a much more vague. Yeah, it's vague of and like I want them to be weird. I want them to have their own because everyone's fucking weird. Sure. When you get down to it, and the more you get to know people, the more you realize everyone's fucking insane in their own way. And what I fear for my kids in our society growing up is all of that being pushed down because of a desire to conform to a norm and yeah. a desire to conform to herd immunity yeah or, or oh, that nice. oh, that topical herd consciousness herd consciousness that yeah. the idea of just and i think that's a bit with social media and everything it's like because you see kids well authenticity is a value i author- definitely yeah. would be a thing which is like the only is the people who i connect with most are people who are authentically themselves yeah exactly and like people who i can be upset with someone but if they're and i don't like certain things people do but if i know that's them authentically themselves I'm, yeah i could it's so easy to accept it because it's like as, that is yeah. who they are as soon as you feel like someone's playing up to something and being annoying then you're like you're not even being yourself and being exactly annoying. be yourself at least be, be a cunt yeah be a cunt but on your terms on your terms yeah. and that's fine because that's a forgivable yeah. offense where authenticity is fine but you shape their authenticity which is the thing is like authenticity Especially, which is the thing I appreciate most about comedy and stand-up is mm. like, as it's within your uh, interest as in an art form more than maybe any other art form yeah, that yeah. like all it's drilled into you is be yourself constantly. Yeah. That's that's your your yeah. value in the market. Otherwise, it doesn't how, work. Yeah, that's you're you're competing with other people who are potentially more themselves than you are. Yeah. So you need to be more yourself than they are. <laughs> I, I went to bed since <laughs> I was twelve. Exactly. All right, Netflix special. Netflix that. special. Cool. <laughs> sign, sign him up. <laughs> Um, but like that idea of authenticity is a bit vague but yeah. you also play a role it's not like just letting that kid you need to shape who that kid is as well there's still a yeah. shape like let them be themselves but you play a huge part in that as long as so, they're not like an axe murderer so you can't put your hands off and be like well as long as you're yourself you yeah. play an active role and they want you to yeah 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 and they can rebel against that and not but like I you see certain people when they talk about their parents have certain values and that's still installed still with them it's not an objective truth yeah it's like a nice background to have and something yeah. that's important to you you know if someone my mm-hmm. parent if when you meet someone who's like uh, yeah my parents really valued respect or like uh, uh, politeness or stuff and then they have respect and politeness that's something I'm like that is something that's good yeah you yeah, know? yeah when it's like there's not like a thing that they have to do and they feel like they're yeah. in like a and it's, it's like they're respecting their values there's thing. always a thing when you're growing up is like with teachers and parents and stuff when you're growing up and you're like when I'm older I'm not going to be that person when you've been disciplined you're like I'm not going to be that person I'm going to be a chill parent sure. you know what I mean and then as soon when you get older and older and older you realise that there's actually there's an importance behind that discipline or those values that your parents or your authority figures are instilling in you yeah. and it and it's kind of worked for the benefit mm. of you which I think is something that's important to remember. And something that I just feel like I'm growing up, man, you know, getting older, bro. Yeah, but, but preparing them, because especially seeing a lot of my friends, it's like we've hit that period where we've reached 23, 24. You're out in the world. Um, you know, sadly, because technology's moved so quickly, our parents can never prepare us for the world because they don't understand the world. they don't do banging TikToks. They don't ba- do the banging TikToks. How can they give advice? Like, How can I have any respect for a parent when I was looking for a, When I was, trying to, want, I was w- 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 trying to find like what kind of danger I'd do, it's like my parents are like, my dad was like, I genuinely don't even know what advice to give you because when I, I went into publishing for magazines, like I don't, it doesn't, I don't know what the world is anymore for a young person. Yeah, and it's yeah. just a, economically it's changed, culturally it's changed. But what doesn't change, in my opinion, is values. And that's yeah. why that's important. It's a guiding light around a 
around a, a changing world mm. is what it is. And it, I'm just interested to see, and you can always view a generation with what kind of role models they collectively yeah, sort of celebrate. move towards. Yeah. And it's kind of split two ways. You've kind of got like people going for the, the there's the woke sensitive side for sure. And then there is also, but the woke sensitive side is being pushed by <coughs> mainstream media as well. But then there's like yeah. the counterbalance where people are pushing for this kind of these, this intellectual dark web, Joe Rogan, yeah. uh, Jordan Peterson, Ben, Sh like, I mean, they're, they're, I have different theory. views on each of them. I'm not putting them in the same category. Yeah. I, but the, 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 the success of Joe Rogan it's, has been partly a generation of people who respond to someone who has values. Exactly. And it is, and, and, it, feel, and it feels like a lack of pandering. I yeah, think there's a lot yeah, yeah. of it. And even though there's... Because you, you're going to think... Because he's the most popular because, podcast in the world. So exactly. look at that. Why is he so successful? It's Particularly in the people podcast. People see this sort of daddy figure yeah. who they're like... I, but they see it in, in the podcast world is, I think it's particularly important as well because it's like listening to conversations that don't feel authentic and they feel pandering mm -hmm. to a certain... It's like, I feel like people think they get enough of that in everyday life. Yeah. And that seems to be the normality that is accepted. And he's unapologetically masculine and not like... Doesn't yeah. do it with any caveats. Like yeah, you're yeah. so used to any sort of um, masculine figure in the media. It's normally with a caveat of like, yeah. understand men are toxic, yada yada yada. And like, but but then he like with no caveats will sincerely yeah. talk about uh, MMA fighting as a comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. with no jokes. Yeah. We'll just talk about working out and doing stuff like that. And it's kind of a craving of a sincerity of thought and action yeah. and when and and speech, which mm. has does seem to have absolutely dissipated amongst us. Because everyone is, I think everyone's also, they're kind of, they're scared. Obviously, everyone's kind of, there is, even if you're not doing a podcast or you're not in a public space, there is, there can be fears of saying the wrong thing. Like that has become mm -hmm. the kind of driving force of speech and conversation. So even if you're around having a conversation with friends, maybe not like good friends, but people you're just meeting for the first time. There is this weird, we've, our generation be brought up with, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this. And that might depend on what circles that you're finding this information from. But there is fundamentally be it for fear of saying certain things. Or f it's maybe, no, so not a fear of saying certain things, but a fear of saying the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's really refreshing about someone like Joe Rogan, a podcast in that, is that there is no fear behind it. And that kind of goes into what we were saying last week in... Everything about just the, the ability to be wrong and it for not to be a castrate, castration event. Yeah, and it's like, I, I don't connect with Joe Rogan on loads of things. I don't agree with him on many things, but I don't even think that's relevant. Like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not even like a huge fan of Joe Rogan. Like, I'm, I, I like lots of podcasts. I just respect him because he's himself unapologetically. And like, I don't, he's a very different man to me. He has very different, yeah. uh, he likes different things to me completely in many ways. Other than your deep desire for hunting elk. Apart from, uh, uh, we do connect with, uh, the one thing we do connect on is we love hunting elk. Yeah. Um, but it's, I have to tell him that there's no elk in London every day. But, <laughs> but it's, I need to hunt He always elk. puts his camo on, smears his face with green face paint and goes out with his rifle. But, but because he's authentic, even if I didn't listen to him or enjoy it, I'd respect yeah, it because he's just being in, himself. In a, in a world where all views are policed and all speech is policed, then we'd be slowly moving towards one podcast. The podcast that just says everything that is confirmed by society. Yeah. And that is the... So every... every There won't be... 
variances in individuality of thought and opinion. It would just be going towards this one podcast that says everything that is correct. Yeah. So as our views get more and more streamlined towards what we believe is right, yeah. we're just going to get further and further towards only wanting to digest that correct information. Yeah. And if we don't have an appreciation for varying information, then we live in a world of one podcast. And that podcast will be Boys Gone Wild. On that note, um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Right, final word to wrap up. Bitches say nothing but tricks and slit. Do we end on that? Yeah, we'll end on that. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Put a pissy in the stand, Cole. (laughs) See you next time.